One of the most extraordinary tales is that of the multi-generational relationship between the people of Eden in New South Wales and the killer whales who live beside them. This sustained contact has lasted tens of thousands of years, first with the Ewan people, whose names for the whales, Beowas, literally means brothers or kin as they believe their ancestors were reincarnated as those orcas. Then later with the Europeans, who actually worked with the whales in a symbiotic relationship for decades. Because you see, humans and orcas were both hunters. Together, the men and the orcas would work to bring down a much larger whale, usually the southern right whale, and would share the spoils of the bloodied victory between them. There were three main pods. One would chase the whale into shallow water, the second pod would swim to shore, slapping their tails in the water to make the sound that was like a gunshot to alert the whalers that their prey was being driven towards them. And the third pod would work with the humans to bring down the larger whale. The men with their spears, the orcas with their sharp teeth. When the southern right was dead, the men would cut away its tongue and its lips and give it to the orcas, who could at times number up to 50. This is the only occasion in the history of the world where humans and orcas have worked together towards a common goal. And what's even more amazing is that this went on for the better part of a century. I so very much want to get deeper into this. It's a fascinating story, but honestly, I just don't have time this week. So instead, to whet your appetite, I'm going to recite the recollections of Euphema or Effie Davison, who was part of the Davidson clan that had a very close connection with the killers for generations. It's a beautifully worded passage that was told by Effie to her niece, Debbie Nicholson, in 1940, just a few days before Effie was about to celebrate her 100th birthday. It's a bit of a long passage. I would not have been able to put it into the rest of the story about the killers, but it is quite lovely and I hope you enjoy it. When one is very old, and I am very old, it is pleasant to sit in the firelight and dream. I am so old that in two days I shall be 100 years old. My children and my children's children tell me that I must rest and conserve my strength to be well for the great party that is being planned for me. But there is little else that the very old can do except rest, and my children need have no fear. I shall be with them for this birthday, and I think perhaps one other, and then I think no more. When one is very old, one can sometimes anticipate the future. The fire burns with a clear, bright flame. It is made of driftwood, that white, lovely wood that the seas have smoothed and seasoned. The sea, it is very calm tonight, my son George tells me that the weather will hold. He has looked at the sea and he has looked at his glass and when he says it will hold, I doubt not. My son knows the sea. I am glad that the weather will be calm because they have promised to take me across the bay to my party in Eden in one of the whale boats. And should the sea be rough, I know that they would insist that I go by launch or round the forestry road by car. But I have a great wish to cross the bay in the whale boat. My sons and my sons' sons, they will take the oars, and to me the years will slip away as the green water slips from their rhythmic blades. 
My sons have been whalemen. Theirs is the wild, exhilarating trade of the harpoon and the lance. My grandsons, too, were born to the sea, as a bird is born to the open sky. My grandson, Jim, he can handle a boat and handle a horse, and there is nothing on God's green earth that he would not dare. But my son, George, who is his father, is brave with this quiet bravery of one who does not understand fear. In our small community and beyond, he is known as Fearless George. They tell me the days of the bay whaling are done. Science is taking the place of the keen eye and the well-balanced harpoon. Maybe it is taking with it too something of high adventure, and that I think is a pity. But then I am old, and perhaps I see things by candlelight, which the world views by the hard glare of electricity. I remember the days when Boydtown was young. I remember the mulberry trees of the East Boyd when they were lusty young giants. They are old now and garnelled, but some of them still bear fruit. I remember the care house as it was, a friendly, homely place. We had great driftwood fires there too, great logs in the generous old fireplace, great kettles swinging and dancing over the flames. I remember the music of the old piano on still, calm nights when the river in the front of the house was a sheet of black glass reflecting the stars. The stars, the same unheeding stars that looked down that terrible night some years later when tragedy laid its cold hands on all of our hearts and we hated the river and its bar. Back from a dance at Eden, back in the slim green whaleboat they had come, Skilled though they were in its ways, the sea took toll that night. My grandson, he who so loved music, was lost forever beneath the dreadful chorus of the sea, and with him went his little lad Roy and the bright-eyed baby. Those that were left tried gallantly and desperately to save them. But those that live by the sea must sometimes die by the sea, and the passing years have taken the bitterness out of our hearts and left in its stead a gentler sadness. I remember Boyd's lighthouse before the lightning marked it. I remember the old stone drafts boards where the men on the lookout for whales played drafts to while away the time in the shadow of the great tower. The draftsmen were smoothed and fashioned by hand, from red and white stone, and I doubt not that there are still some scattered about the headland. But most of all, I remember those madly exciting days when the killers brought a whale into the bay. Round and across the bay would go the whale, and round and across in hot pursuit would go the whalemen. Now assisting, now playfully hindering the chase would go the familiar killers. Old Tom, Hooky, Humpy, Youngster. Every one of the pack was known to the men. And then the chase had ended, ashore came the men again, my sons and my son's sons drenched in blood and spray, eerily triumphant. Great days, glorious days, they come to my mind unbidden as a dream comes and then fade as a dream fades. How calm the sea is tonight. Softly, softly on the beach, I can hear the wash of the ripples. Calm weather, still weather, 
right whale weather, as they used to say. I am so glad that as I near my hundredth milestone, the weather will hold and the glass is set fair.